Welcome to the School of Radiance podcast. I'm thrilled that you have joined me today. Now, what is radiance? Radiance is the electromagnetic projection of your body, mind, spirit, and energy, as well as other aspects of yourself humming along just fine. How do we become radiant? Join the schoolofradiance.com membership for the cherry on top approach. How to enter a room and have people notice you at the right time in the right way for the right reasons. Have them be attracted to your radiance. This will positively impact your personal and professional relationships and allow you to navigate life with greater ease, beauty, and radiance. This is where I share my behind the scenes, body, mind, spirit, energy, and biohacking and detoxification practices that I don't share anywhere else. Join the membership at theschoolofradiance.com and enjoy today's episode on the School of Radiance podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome. We are live on the Rachel Varga podcast, Rachel Varga Facebook page, YouTube channel. We're going to be taking live questions here. And by the way, this is going to be a super fun episode. We're going to talk about how to get your mojo back. We are talking about getting your mojo back, which actually Kieran Dunstan, who is leading the Stop the Health stop the stop the health well clearly we want more health we want to stop the menopause madness and dr karen dunston is a colleague of mine who i really look up to in this space of menopausal hormonal health and doing health summits like you guys have heard me say many times is truly the way of the future so go ahead subscribe leave me your a review with what you like learning about here on the podcast i'm here to support you what you'd like to learn more of and be sure to leave your live questions on the Facebook and YouTube comments page because like who doesn't want to get their mojo back? Welcome Dr. Kieran Dunstan. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm so excited to be here with you, Rachel and everybody watching. So, so excited to be here. All right. So question of the day, how do we get our mojo back? Yes. How do you get your mojo back? Well, first you get your hormones tuned up because, you know, hormones are just the sweet nectar that makes all your cells work together so that you feel good. You know, that feeling like after a spring rain and you go walking outside, right? That's hormones. You got to get your hormones balanced. It's the, the juice that connects everything in your body. So to me, that's really the foundation of vibrant health. And then there are other things too, but I'm going to leave it at that. That's the time after a spring rain. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And as we go through menopause, that spring rain might become a trickle. <laughs> so, <laughs> it might be like you're living in a desert. Mm. If you feel like you're living in a desert, right? Everything dries up when there's yeah. no estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, right? Your skin dries and wrinkles, you know. And it's like you're overnight, honestly. Like, my clients ask me, they're like, Rachel, I feel like my skin changed overnight. It's gotten like thinner, a little bit more crepey pigmentation, literally overnight. And this is not in your head. There's actually clinical data to support that women's faces change shape three times faster than men's. Say that three times fast. I clearly say that a lot. <laughs> that is a wonderful piece of insight for you all to know that, that it is not just in your head. So what are some of the key takeaways from your 53 expert interviews that you did on your summit recently? 
Right. Well, first is don't do 53 interviews on a summit because it's so much, but I learned so much. Um, You know, some of the biggest aha moments that really kind of hit me in the forehead that were just revelatory. Uh, Things like Deborah Atkinson. So she has a podcast, award-winning podcast, Flipping 50. And she told me I'm exercising all wrong. Can you believe it, Rachel? Oh my gosh. (laughs) And you know, I love to exercise and I'm thinking I'm doing a great job doing my orange theory. And she's like, no, Kieran, the data says different. Um, And so, you know, you really want to listen to her talk because most of us were either exercising too much or too little and there's a sweet spot, but our sweet spot in menopause and at midlife is different than our sweet spot at 20. So like, I remember my son used to come home from college and I would do, try and do P90X with him. And she's like, no, (laughs) that's not for you. So you got to look at the re the exercise program you're doing. Is it specifically for women of your age? Is it data driven? And this is what Deborah is all about. And so she really schooled me in that. Um, Yeah, some other things. So Susan Bratton, she's an intimacy expert, and boy, is she ever. So, right, I'm I'm OBGYN. I've done OBGYN for over two decades. So I thought I knew all there was to know about the female response cycle, anatomy, all of this. No, Susan taught me some new things. She um, explained the female sexual anatomy and response in a way I have never heard it explained so that anyone can understand it. And she says, you know, low sex drive is so common at midlife. It's not just about hormones, but it's because women have been having unsatisfying sex for so many years. They're like, yeah, I don't even want that. It's not even worth the trouble. So they have to learn really what they need to become properly aroused and have multiple orgasms, full body orgasms, like she talks about. The full human experience. The full human experience. If you never had that, you need that, right? It's your birthright. And this, you know, health is a, is a, I'm sorry, sex is a tool for health. You need it to be optimally healthy, but you need the right kind. Um, And so it really gets that oxytocin hormone going, which is so vital for your feeling of connection and belonging and well-being and satisfaction when it interacts with your neurotransmitters, your serotonin, which is your happy hormone. So um, your happy neurotransmitter. So she gives a masterclass. And so if you've had unsatisfying sex, you're at midlife, you think it's over. I don't ever care if I want to have sex again. I wish I had a nickel for every time I heard that from a woman. You need to hear Susan because she will reinvigorate your understanding of what you need. She'll help you. She does a show and tell to beat all show and tells of tools that you can use that are available to help if you're having vaginal dryness, incontinence, any vaginal type of issues. Um, They're actually special tools using progressive technology that is all natural, right? Vibration, light, heat to stimulate the tissues and help them grow and revitalize just like you do for the face, Rachel. Let's talk about rejuvenations for down there. And the, I, this, this is, is my wheelhouse. This is my wheelhouse. There are different types of technologies, radio frequency or erbium, to actually stimulate the smooth mucosa in the vaginal canal to thicken it up, tighten it up, 
get that lubrication and sensation going through the roof. I kid you not, my clients in their 60s that I'll do laser rejuvenation for, they come back just like beaming and smiling. And I swear they feel like they're 25 again. It's so impressive, the technology that's available today. So if you just reach out, just, uh, you know, you, you guys can find me at rachelvarga.ca. I'm happy to go through the different tech options because some are different, definitely better than others, just like with skincare and facial rejuvenation. Some lasers are going to be safer and more effective than others. But Kieran, how cool is that? That there's these totally non-invasive laser options that can yes. improve everything down there. It, it's amazing. And I didn't know you did Yoni Health also. I'm like amazed. So this is, it is amazing what's available now. I mean, years ago, all we had was basically surgery and Premarin cream, which you didn't really want either one. And, you know, do you need hormones for your vagina? Yes, but there's so much more available that you can use. So that was revelatory. Um, you know, some of the other things, Cynthia Thurlow really broke down intermittent Love fasting. Cynthia. <laughs> and she broke down the, the science data on, it is now like one of the first line therapies for rheumatoid arthritis, which is amazing. And many other autoimmune and non-autoimmune conditions. Uh, I mean, the research really supports this, but how many people go to their doctor and their doctor's like, well, you should write a prescription intermittent fast. It just doesn't happen. So I love how, you know, she's so down to earth and so relatable and she explains it so plainly for people that they really get it and it's simple to do. So, um, you know, I had used reserved intermittent fasting for specific people in specific times, but now I, you know, she really runs down the medicinal use of it. So that was yeah. really getting your mojo back. Oh my gosh. You what know, you talked about with yeah. the intermittent fasting and asking your doctor about this. So this is kind of the golden insight that we're sharing with you all today is the topic of health summits. You've heard, you've heard me talk more and more about this. I speak on them. I definitely share a lot more insight into the health summits that I do in free online content for various different safety reasons, all of that. And what you touched on when people go to their doctor, their doctor isn't going to say, try intermittent fasting, because number one, they might not be allowed to. Number two, it just might not be in their wheelhouse. Like I, we really got to give it to GPs. They are helping people with so many different things. Mm -hmm. So the summit that you are offering, the Stop the Menopause Madness Summit is just an expert collaborative resource talking about ways to get your mojo back. And I'm so proud of you for doing this work. It's, it's a big undertaking. I'm, and it's, it's my mission. So this is like my baby. I call it my summit baby. And, and you're right, you know, GPs, they're really holding up the world right about now. And uh, they don't just don't know what they don't know. And there aren't enough hours in the day for them to know everything. Um, and so when I, came out of my OBGYN residency, you know, I was taught my tools. I had two hammers. One was drugs and one was surgery. And those were my two hammers. So everything looked like a big nail. But now that I'm, I've completed functional medicine training and fellowship, 
I have lots of hammers and everything doesn't look like a nail, right? Some things are little flowers and they need a tender little cotton ball. And so you have to treat everything with the proper care and attention, um, like your skin or your vagina or your brain. So that was some of the other information on the summit that just blew me away. Oh, menopause um, I, brain? One of my best friends, she had a hysterectomy a couple of years ago. And she's like, Rachel, sometimes I can't remember like where I put something and it's total menopause brain. Poor things in her 40s. So tell us like about that, because I'm sure that in and of itself is going to make people think like they're crazy. It does. It makes you think you're crazy, but it's a thing, menopause brain. And, you know, everybody knows sex hormones go down at menopause, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, but they think it's just about sex and reproduction. But they don't realize is that they have more of these sex hormone receptors in their brain and central nervous system than anywhere else in the body, than anywhere else. So what does that tell you? These nerves neurons in your brain require these hormones to be healthy. And when they don't get nourished and get that proper information and juice from these hormones, they start to deteriorate and shrivel and dementias increased in women who don't have hormone replacement, Alzheimer's. And replacing these hormones is a key aspect of reversing and minimizing Alzheimer's and dementia. So your precious brain that includes your optic nerves that go to your eyes, right? You want to preserve those. Dr. Ronnie Bonick is in the summit, blew me away teaching me about how hormonal deprivation at menopause and at midlife affects your eyes, which can lead to long-term vision loss and scarification. Do you want that? I don't want that, right? <laughs> my eyes, I consider, you know, one of my most precious parts of my body and uh, my brain as well, because it really is the central controller. Um, so Leah Lund talks about brain health. Dr. Romy Mush talk, talks about it. She talks about also the interaction of stress and your brain function. And all of these people give simple tools that you can do today. Simple things, right? Like JJ Virgin, who's in the summit, talks about small hinges swing big doors. So you just make small tweaks in what you're doing every day. It's not like you have to go out and change everything. I think sometimes we're afraid to even attend an event because we're like, I don't want to do what I think I might have to do, which is change everything. Most likely you're not doing everything wrong. Most of us are doing a lot right. But it can just be a small tweak and maybe the supplements we're taking, or maybe we're tweaking how we're eating. Maybe we close our eating window down to six or eight hours and do intermittent fasting. Maybe we make some changes around our sleep that give us more deep, restful, restorative sleep. Um, and what's, so what's our, the secret yeah. sauce for navigating menopause? Oh, secrets. Oh what's the, I want to know the secret sauce. There's so many secret sauces but I'm going to go with this one. Let's, <laughs> let's like the most. I, I want the secret sauce for making things saucy. To make you think that saucy? To make things saucy. Oh, to make things saucy. So we've already talked about hormones. So I'm not going to repeat that. But what I'm going to say is to put yourself first. And that mm. may seem so simple. And some people are going, what? Like that's stupid. Everybody's always telling me self-care. But we don't do it. We think getting a pedicure is self-care. That's not self-care. So what I'm talking about is 
really looking at what do you value in life, right? So we get a chance at midlife and menopause to reevaluate things and change some, I don't know if I can say S-H-I-T, but we get a chance to do that, right? We've earned that right because we've been through a lot. We've seen some stuff and we know some stuff. But most of us have been at the bottom of our to-do list and we've been an afterthought. When I first discovered this type of care, I had I was working with a life coach and she had me do an exercise where she had me do 15-minute increment calendar, 24 hours a day for seven days where I spent all my time, including brush teeth, wash face, right? Everything. And she had me add up all the time that I spent in each area. And do you know that when it came time to giving to myself or doing anything besides brushing my teeth, showering and dressing and eating necessary things, I was nowhere on my activities. But when you ask me what I value most, and I find this is true with most people, what, what is your value? What do you value most in your life? My health, right? We all say that. But when we look at where we spend our money and we look at where we spend our time, it shows a different picture. Most of us spend the least amount on our health and we actually do that intentionally because we consider it an expense and we spend the least amount of time nurturing ourselves, our minds, our bodies, our spirits. And so one thing I want you to do is do that calendar exercise compare it to your values and look at where you're spending your time and your money. And if you're not on that list, putting yourself at the top. So the secret sauce is loving yourself more than you love anybody else and giving to yourself more than you give to anyone else. And when you do that, your cup fills up and then you just spill over with a love for people and the world and a givingness that comes from the overflow that can't be can't be beaten right everybody loves a woman with a full cup because she gives so freely i mean this is you rachel you know and it makes me want to cry because you're one of the most giving people i i know you just give from this full cup and so i know that's a woman who has loved herself and given to herself and this is the secret sauce to the best health at any age but especially at midlife and menopause, because if you haven't been giving to yourself and filling your cup, you're so depleted that all you can think of is, when's it my turn? When's somebody going to come and rescue me? When, you know, this isn't fair. And you just can get this very brittle spirit. I've seen that. And it comes from giving to yourself. And so that is the secret sauce to get your mojo back. We have a question for yes. you. This is from Angie Palmer. I have weight that came off very quickly and will not budge, even though I don't eat fast food, have cut out sugar, dairy, starches, wheat, doing all the things. Super proud of you, Angie. Way to go. You're super pretty in your profile photo as well. Um, with it, This is difficult, losing sexual sensation. Is there any way to get that back? Uh, yeah. Did you hear me talk about rejuvenation options that are available today? <laughs> Angie, please reach out to me. I will talk about some of the technological advancements that are available that actually don't use any hormones or any chemicals. It's actually just using energy. And there are some energy modalities that are safer than others in my professional opinion, which I'm happy to to 
help you understand and learn about and you know how much they cost and how to integrate them but it they can be very significant with sensation lubrication even um, frequency urination all the things it's it's quite remarkable what's available what you talked about just a second ago um, what you talked about kieran one of the secret sauces and you were talking about you know that headspace that we're in really creating that space for ourselves and i'll just be totally transparent with you i had a lovely session with a, one of my psychologists lately that i've been working with for 10 years i'm i'm that person that i just do regular sessions it's like what can we do what can i be doing to make my life better to navigate life with more ease and insight and she told me she's like rachel you're functioning from like a lot in like your frontal lobe your head your spirits kind of running the show she's like you got to get more into your heart space mm -hmm. heart space dantian space which is uh three finger breaths below your umbilicus so getting more into that like deep rooted seat of yourself coming into the world with more of your heart space so that's something that i'm starting to cultivate more in myself is coming more from that space as opposed to like the logical brain do this do that do all the things right it's so such a different way of approaching life now what do you think about that have you ever even heard about that kieran oh yeah i mean i do a lot of body work and I partake of Eastern traditions and acupuncture and um, plant medicine and really getting grounded in the body and in the heart. And, you know, it's been said that the biggest journey you'll ever take is the journey from your head to your heart, but it's the most necessary journey. And I really feel like that's what we're called to do at menopause. You know, in Chinese medicine, the uterus is considered your second heart. And when you think about it, um, it, it pumps blood, right? Just like your heart pumps blood, it fills up with blood and then it pushes it out, fills up with blood every month. Your heart does it several times a minute. So they have a similar function. And so when that lower heart, that's the womb kind of becomes quiescent, goes to sleep, it's not pumping the energy that was going there then moves up into your heart. And so menopause is the time when we are to move from the frontal lobe, higher brain centers into our heart. And there's some pictures um, in Mayan cultures and various cultures where they show this God who has no head, but he has a big eye in the middle of his chest at his heart. And so what we're called to do is learn to see with our hearts and not our heads. So that means when you hear about this summit and how amazing it is, you listen with your heart, is this for me? And when you get that intuitive nudging, there's something there for me, then you go do that. When you hear about a job that maybe you're looking at, you don't assess it with your brain. Well, let me see, what's my 401k? What's my health insurance? What You listen with your heart. You listen with your intuition. So this has been my personal experience. And this is my experience with the women I work with. We're being called to something greater. And the old ways of navigating the world really start no longer working. I don't know about you, but I've had to have a lot of lessons of trying to do the same thing. But wait, it makes sense on paper. <laughs> and then doing it and it ends up not being right. And so I really have had to listen to this larger space in here. Um, and so that becomes our guiding light. 
Yeah. And another layer of depth or breadth to that is this world is very different than it was this time last year. So the way that you used to navigate things energetic, whoo, that's like a whole other la layer of the deep shadow work I've been doing. It's like everything is different and that's okay. But just a little tip here. You do need to spend a little bit of time on yourself figuring out how you are going to navigate, evolve, adapt. And I really feel for women who are menopausal at this time, who are doing dealing with the stuff happening this year, and also through menopause. I do want to answer Angie's next, uh, the other part of her question. Thanks, Angie, for tuning in live here. What about your top tips for weight gain in menopause? How can we help Angie out? She's yes, doing hey, Angie, you're doing, you are doing the things and that's great. And make eliminating foods that you're sensitive to, that's number one. So great job, great job. Um, and there's so many other issues that can go into weight gain around menopause. And I actually give a whole kind of masterclass in the summit on this. Um, but you want to look at your hormones. I'll say that one of the biggest issues that I find for women that I think contributes to weight gain more than anything else is the cortisol stress hormone. So we come to midlife. By the time we're at midlife, no doctor has talked to us about our cortisol. No doctors tested our cortisol, but almost 100% of us have a cortisol imbalance. And so we're not taught in mainstream medicine as doctors that that's really an issue. We're taught that unless you have a cortisol disease, meaning Addison's or Cushing's, you're in the top or bottom 2.5% of values. Let's just wait until you have a disease and then we'll focus on it. <laughs> nuh -uh. That's not going to be an issue. <laughs> um, and so this whole vast middle is not looked at. Well, why isn't it looked at? Why isn't it looked at? Short answer, there's no drug to treat it. So unfortunately, if there's not a drug to treat it, a lot of times you're not going to get diagnostics or evaluation when it, in mainstream medicine. So, um, but we all have cortisol baggage because how many of us have stress? I know you've got stress, Angie. You're living in 2020. You've got stress. So that means your cortisol is disrupted. So this partly gets back to the self-care because that's part of healing your cortisol. But there are herbals you can take to balance out your cortisol. And, you know, without getting too complicated, we go into this more in the summit, your autonomic nervous system function. So that's what runs your internal organs, your immune system. But your cortisol has everything to do with your weight, your sleep weight cycle, your sex drive, your immune system, whether you get sick or not, whether you get cancer or not. So I would say that's the place that I recommend when people are really stuck with their weight. I know I got to look at their cortisol function. What's their stress hormone doing? So I don't know if you can find a functional practitioner who can check your levels for you. It's usually done in saliva, a four point test. You collect saliva four times in a day and you get a curve back that tells you what's going on with your cortisol. There are herbs you can take that can help, um, like ashwagandha, rhodiola, luthro, ginseng, they help. Um, you know, and sometimes people will just try some herbs and that could help. Sometimes it's not enough, but really digging out the root causes. So, you know, the studies actually show, so this is a little water on all of our parades, right? We want to, we do want to blame weight gain on menopause, but the studies actually show that menopause itself does not cause weight gain, that women continue to gain weight throughout 
from midlife and beyond through menopause at the same rate annually because of their lifestyle, their exercise level or lack of it, their dietary habits and their overconsumption of alcohol. So we just continue on, but we blame it on menopause. Uh, but a lot of these, the weight gain rate is affected by things like your stress hormone cortisol. So if you address that at whatever age, you can start to turn that back. So bravo on the food sensitivities and addressing that. The next thing I would take a look at is your cortisol. Great job, Angie. I think that's fantastic. You know, I've even done the, the cortisol saliva test that you recommended as well. And I did it at a very stressful time. I was taking some, you know, entrance exams for school. And I was like, I wonder what my cortisol is up to. And actually, my <laughs> testosterone was up a little bit. So I wonder, I love some male dominated activities. Like I hate to kind of say it that way. But you know, growing up doing mechanics, woodworking, dirt biking, stuff like that. It's like those types of masculine-esque activities really appeal to me. And I kind of right. wonder if it was from that elevated testosterone, but that's a whole other topic. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Last, yeah. I know, right? It's like, I might look really like girly and feminine, but don't, <laughs> don't be fooled. I'm like this straight up Canadian island girl. Anyways, that's, I that's, love it. that's another topic. Okay. Does sex help with our meat health? Should we have more sex that's to be more right. healthy? Yes and yes, right? Better. Um, I'm sorry, more and better. So definitely want to hear Susan's talk so you can make it better. But the sexual response cycle does so much. It causes vasodilation. So it brings blood and nutrients to all parts of your body, right? Heightened vasodilation. It also secretes that oxytocin hormone, which we talked about earlier, interacts with your neurotransmitters and improve their function, um, interacts with your other hormones, gives us a sense of well-being, and it does improve immune function overall. So yes, sex regular sex, it improves bonding. And so when you think about it, um, kind of historically, our immune system is designed to protect us. So what else is designed to protect us is our tribal community, the community that we're in, and our bonding to them. Oxytocin hormone is a huge part of that. So the two are intricately, intricately connected, our hormonal system, including our oxytocin, which feeds in also and affects our cortisol, which has to do with survival, fight or flight. And so it that cortisol then links directly into our immune system. It's probably the most intimately involved with our immune function. And so sex indirectly affects, it affects your cortisol. It actually boosts your testosterone and those sex hormones feed in with cortisol too, and all feed into your immune system. So absolutely it boosts your immune system. So in a nutshell, everything is intricate, inter interconnected. intricately connected. <laughs> I'm yes. so glad that I'm real good at grammar. All right. So Dr. Kieran Dunstan, where can people find you? Oh, they can find me at the summit for sure. And on my website, which you've got it up there, K-Y-R-I-N, Dunstan, D-U-N-S-T-O-N-M-D.com. Fabulous. And the information to register for the summit is in the show notes below. And there's also a couple blog posts I've done with Dr. Kieran Dunstan at rachelvarga.ca forward slash 
blog, that's actually where I put my favorite resources is right on that blog page. So Kieran, it was just an absolute pleasure having you join us here today on the Rachel Varga podcast and go live on Facebook, YouTube. Thanks so much, Angie, for tuning in and asking your questions. We want to know, you know, how do we get that mojo going? How do we get it back and all that good stuff? So you have just done a fabulous work of bringing, you know, the top really industry experts across North America, in my honest opinion, 53 health experts speaking on the Stop the Menopause Madness Summit. Be sure to get your spot, get registered, because this is the stuff you're not going to find online. And by the way, you know how in our last interview, Kieran, I was being very careful with which words were used. I already had some of my social media functions inhibited. And I have been so freaking careful with the words I've been using. And it just goes to show you like people that are trying to get good information out there, we're kind of getting penalized for it. So please continue to show your support for the work here on the Rachel Varga podcast, Facebook group, YouTube. I'm totally showing up to do this for you guys. And I'm <laughs> a little frustrated by that, but the summits are the way to go. That's how you're going to get the most expert um information that you won't find when you're just kind of trying to search yourself. So what a pleasure having you join us here today, Karen. Such a pleasure to be with you, Rachel. Thanks for joining. Thanks for your question, Angie. And I hope to see you all in the summit. All right. So be sure to check out the show notes below for getting your uh, registration for the Stop the Menopause Madness. And I'm just going to put that on the screen right there. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. I would love it if you would leave a review. Let me know what you're enjoying learning about, what you'd like to learn more about also. And it just gives me feedback so that I can continue to give you guys really high value content in each and every one of these interviews. I am kind of starting to do a little bit more solo episodes. And let me know if you enjoy it. I always can feel weird like talking to camera by myself or like into the mic for like a half an hour. It's like, is anybody listening? I'm super confused by it. It's very foreign. So I actually much prefer to talk to people in an interview, just in case you're wondering, you're like, why did she always do interviews? Because it's really weird talking to yourself for 30 minutes. Karen, do you know what I'm saying with that? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I feel the same way. But then people say, wow, I really love this episode and they really resonate. So I just more listen with that heart and go with what it wants to say and stop thinking here. And I'm finding that it's working. So mm -hmm. fabulous. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I look forward to taking part of the fun in the stop the menopause madness. Be sure to register, share it with your friend and yeah, we'll see. We'll see you guys soon. Have a great yeah. rest of your day. Bye.